Welcome back to Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. Are you okay, man? Jesus. You sound like you're having an orgasm over there in the corner. What's that? You got like a cut on your face? Your soul will never live past this. I will murder you all. Jesus. Yeah. No, really. Let us know how you really feel, Mike. Seriously. Hey. Hey, that's not fucking nice. All right, well, you're acting really strange, man. Let me... Excuse me? Snap out of it! Oh, yeah, dude. I got I got a bug up my ass, and it happens to be Satan's cock. Something weird's going on. But hey, welcome back, guys! Welcome back, guys! Welcome yeah. to Beyond the Veil Horror Beyond Podcast. Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. <laughs> Today we have a special guest with us, none other than Shogi Bear, or if you'd like to call him, we're going to call him Patrick. All right, sexy bear. He, he, he wanted to have, a, like, a nickname, so say hi. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? What it smells like brimstone and horse cock in here? <laughs> I like horse cock. Yeah, it's coming from Mike. Oh, I don't know. It smells much. like semen. Let's judge me where, where it comes from. You're going to be a little hot and bothered, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we got a pretty good uh, episode for you guys. Not a pretty good, a great episode. What am oh, I talking fantastic. about? We were thinking about doing some ideas, and we almost wanted to do something with thrillers, and then I was like, oh, wait, it's October. Uh, yeah, like maybe a... we should do something that's a little more Halloween. Halloween. Horror-themed instead yeah. of thrillers. Like, really? Like, who would have been interested in that? Uh, Michael Jackson fans. <laughs> so just talked about Elvira's tits. What have you guys been this week? We did some things together this week, but what, how's everything going, man? I know you had some shit happen this week. I know, I know. Very I don't want to get into the explicit detail for, over my shit, but uh, uh, a lot of masturbating. <laughs> well, and, I'm, and, not gonna, I'm not going to lie. Don't shake my hand. Don't shake my right hand because you don't know where it's been. Well, and just just so that Laura knows, you know, hey, we love you, lady. Yeah. And we know it's been a rough week for you. We just want to give you a shout out. Yeah. Totally uh, cool. But anyway, guys. Uh, so so have you been doing anything, Pat? I've been here pretty much all week. Man. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of fucking movies. Yeah, this week. we have. So Pat, we weren't sure because of the the crazy shit that happened this week. The unfortunate news. Uh, that we won't talk about in depth or anything, but just some bad shit happened, guys. Yeah. And we weren't sure if Mike was going to be here, so we were going to have Pat fill in. Well, it ended up that Mike was able to make it anyway, so we're all three doing it. I know, but but I, I do want to at least let people know, like, uh, two things happened, and I do want to talk about it, and not in the explicit detail, but okay. Um, I lost my job. 
Oh, yeah. Well, we you're getting a new one. I'm getting a new one. And, which is a good thing. Which is good, well, because you have to pay bills. And also, right. like, you know, uh, prostitutes don't, they're not free. Wow. Jesus. Plus, my wife's mom died. So yeah. she had to fly out there to, to Cali and deal I didn't know how far you wanted to go into that. So no, I, I don't mind it. It's out of respect. No, it's, 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 it is what it is. So that's what was going down. So that's what's been going on with me. Yeah, man. I'm sorry to hear that. That really sucks. I'm sorry for Laura, too. That really fucking bites, dude. Yeah. But what about you, though? So, so have you been doing anything else? I know to give you guys a little bit of background on Pat, I've known Pat for many, many, many years. Patrick, he goes by Patrick or Pat, whatever. I'm probably going to call you both, so suck it up. <laughs> call him Bolty. <laughs> um, and I might even call him it's Shogi. Pat. I don't even know. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I've known Pat for, like, I don't know, what has it been, 10, I don't know, 8, 10 years? About 8 years, yeah. Yeah, is it? Okay. So me and him have been buddies for a long time, and his uh, wife, uh, Kelly, so we've known each other since then. All Like, you've been seeing her since I met you, pretty much? Yeah, I've been dating her now for about... Well, well not dating, dating now, I was going to say, now. you're fucking married, dude! <laughs> yeah, 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 don't let my girlfriend find out. That couch, you're, it's a good thing you got a new couch. Huh. <laughs> it's a really nice thing you got a new couch. Well, it's got a good cover on it, so it'll work out. It's not going to get some pillows down right there. off, you know what yeah, I mean? pretty much. But yeah, Pat's here, and we're going to have a threesome here, I guess, live on I mean, air. Dutch what? rudder, baby. <laughs> a horror threesome. But yeah, welcome to the cast, Patrick. I'm glad you're here, man. Patrick's good fun. He watches a lot of horror movies, and uh, you guys are going to probably masturbate over him, so just just get ready. Get that one hand free. <laughs> Pretty much. They don't call me Shogi Bear for nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's not a big guy either, so I don't know why they did call so, him that. So, yeah, so line up the anal stuff. <laughs> we'll be able to raw dog it just fine. I'm like opening my Jack Daniels so we can get ready. Uh, but we have, uh, we're going to be doing a horror topic today. We figured we'd do something fun. Uh, one of my favorite topics is demons. Demons. So we're going to call this one, I think, Demon Party. I'm Ooh. not, I, I know that's kind of lame. I, I, I want to call it Demon Orgy. Demon Orgy. I would think mm. demons like the party. They, they like to, well, either way, they like to party. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't but, know. I don't care. Like, I care, but I just want to make it short enough so it's not like this long run on sentence. P A R T Y. O R A G Y Demon part orgy party. It's the same amount of letters, dude. Demon orgy. All right, fine, whatever. We'll call it that. I don't know. Demonomics. <laughs> you cocksucker. Oh, demonomics. Demonomics. No, that's too much. That's too much. I can't even say that right. <laughs> Either probably just because I've been drinking. <laughs> might be the beer, but yeah. So uh, I think it might be that time, guys. Oh my god! Horse shots. So we have a pretty interesting, uh, we have some movies that we wanted to talk about. One of the movies that we're going to be talking about is Rabid Grannies. Ooh. Just a spoiler alert there. Well, what's cool is that I like uh, grannies and I like rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, no, um, but, but Mike had this really great idea. So we were like, at first I was like, we'll just call it like Black Eyed Demon Shot, which is like straight and narrow, like not off the beaten right. path without creativity or anything. It's okay, but Mike, since we just watched Rabid Grannies, which is a trauma release, he was like, "You have Grand Manier." He was like, "Let's do a grand, a Rabid Grand Manier," 
And I thought uh, that was a fucking splendid idea. Of course it is, because it came out of my mouth, dude. <laughs> it's about, what's going in that matters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, but this shot is going to be Grand Manier, of course. And we're not sure if this is a good idea or not. It's but, not. Very it's, bad idea. But the movie's bad, too, in a good way. It's like masturbating with a handful of sand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jägermeister is going to be the second. So we're going to mix Grand Marnier and Jäger. And then, this is the most important ingredient. The granny? Another movie that we watched was, um, uh, Night of the Demons. And in there they say, uh, eat a bowl of fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So I figured it'd be fun to shout at the shot and say, eat a bowl of fuck, Grandma! So... It's it's the creed as creative we get. All right? you know, it's, it's, I, I know we're gonna shoot it out of an actual shot glass, but it would be cool to shoot it out of a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it at the end of a shotgun and then just shoot it into your mouth. <laughs> all right, that's not a shotgun. <laughs> so I'm gonna do this right here. I'm pouring it in. Now this is like what? How many ounces is this? Hold on. Not enough. It's probably not. But we're splitting it between three. I didn't think about that at the time. Well, fuck it. We'll do it live! <laughs> oh, my God. Never mix Grand Marnier with Jägermeister, by the way. Yeah. I'll take the smaller of those three shots, by the way. <laughs> Just throw that over there. <laughs> we got ice-cold Jäger. Oh, Yeah. Rock up that deer's blood. Oh, God. Dude, I am not looking forward to this. I don't think I'm ever looking forward to our shots. <laughs> yeah. Because we are not a bar <laughs> smith or whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> a bard? All right. I do not create songs. So the uh, shots are poured. Is there nothing else that goes in there? No. This this is the, the whole shot. This is literally it. Just make sure you say... Eat a bowl of fuck, Grandma! <laughs> Eat a bowl of fuck, Grandma. God, I'm going to watch uh, you guys drink it first. Alex, yeah, you're the, you're the subject not, it's here. It's not bad. Ooh. <laughs> All right, cheers, kick. Mike. You got it, man. Just do it up. Ooh. Ooh. Make sure... It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's it's not you'll bad. Feel, you'll taste it after. Yeah. Okay, that gave me the chills right there. Ugh. Oh, that's not bad. Ooh, I'll shut down with some Stella. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, being raped by a German. <laughs> All that fucking Which is dude. actually pretty good. Well, it's not bad. I have no complaints. As long as one of us gets off, it's like we're, we're enjoying the ride. <laughs> they may seem rough on the exterior, but they got a ginger touch. <laughs> I, I, if I had to give that a rating, I mean, it's... Just Jägermeister, yeah. pretty much. I don't know why. We didn't yeah, have anything yeah. else, guys. Go suck a dick, all right? Yeah, pretty much. Eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> Eat, Eat a bowl, bowl of, of fuck. I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> um, so, but what we are sipping on, Mike was drinking some vodka, but he just finished that. He's yeah. probably going to be drinking on some fighting cock, because we yeah. still have that. Well, who doesn't like cock? Shogun Pat, or Patrick, if you will, oh, is Artois. drinking... The famous Stella Artois. Which Artois. is... It's really good. It's good. I just don't... Really like I don't know I don't know. He just doesn't. I don't drink beer too beer much. Beer. No, <laughs> but I drank that cider. I've been. I was drinking that cider. Cider is not beer, people. And I yeah. got a nice, pretty dress out of it. <laughs> Breaking news: cider is not beer. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for a horror shot. 
It's actually a really cool like uh, app that if people don't know, they need to check yeah, out. Yeah, you guys should follow that. If you're horror fans and you don't already follow that, you should. The community is actually really great. Oh, for sure, dude. I don't think... They, they curb check uh, a lot of douches. Yeah. Oh, they do for so sure, So they get dude. them the fuck out of there. Fuck and they're not yeah. overly bad about it. They're not like Nazis or anything. Like It's, it's Although, actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's cool about it is, uh, you know, uh, I was in a chat room earlier today. Uh, somebody added me to one. Okay. And they were talking about Channel Zero on Sci-Fi. Yes. Oh, it, it, if you guys haven't seen this trailer, it it actually, well, I don't know if I saw a trailer or just some weird kid sticking his fingers in a tooth guy. <laughs> like, that was kind of sexual. I don't know if it's a porno. Some kid sticking is his it a fingers porno? in anything. <laughs> oh, dear. Sci-Fi is going porn-fi right now. <laughs> P-fi. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, the thing that I saw was the creature that, it was like a person, okay. but they had teeth. All over their and covering their entire body, and he like comes up to this kid in the car all slow, and the kid sticks his fingers in his mouth. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I gotta watch this. <laughs> That'd be the perfect adversary for the dentist. Do you guys remember right? that movie? Oh yeah, the dentist. <laughs> they made part two. Right. Oh, great right. movie. Well, do- Scared doctor, the shit out of me. The dentist or Doctor Giggles? The dentist. Okay. Doctor Giggles was not a dentist. He was a surgeon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You watch yourself, Mike. Well, yeah, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> there is a line. So, so what have you heard about it? Like, what do you know about it? Like, I, I don't really know much about it, but I've heard it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I've heard I, some hoopla. I, 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 I want to check it out. I mean, any new fucking sci-fi horror that's out there, I, I want to fucking see it. Right. So I've not seen it yet. I've been watching a lot of other bullshit. That okay. sucks, Cox and hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I I think it I you know I, I hate to say it, guys, and I'm sure like I know Pat is a huge fan of sci-fi movies and shows. Yes, I'm yes. not. I've never been a huge fan of anything. I think I watched Falling Skies, season one and two. Well, that show sucks. Oh, it was great up to the ending. Oh my god, it's like I get it. They do a lot of independent work, but uh, there's always something so uh, off about it that I'm just not a fan. Dude, of it. Uh, what? <laughs> no, I was saying. I didn't really ever like that show. Uh, oh, I didn't like no? it either. I, I didn't... No, I never... If you want to watch really good, solid sci-fi outside of Star Trek, watch Continuum. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you've saw... We've talked about that a yeah. few times. Yeah. Um, I will... Yeah. And then no offense to anybody out there that actually does like the sci-fi stuff. It's just not my cup of tea. And maybe I just have to be forced to watch it for like six months <laughs> to really appreciate it. But if it takes that much, I'm probably not going to watch it. Just yeah. to let the listeners know, he is wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. He pretty much so is. what? It doesn't mean anything. Well, that's not sci-fi. He also has his pants <laughs> off and his dick's hanging out. It's a, it's a rock up. Although I don't know that his dick's hanging out because I can't see it beyond the, the, the fuzz. <laughs> beyond the ass. It is a glorious color, though. What, got, what the fuck is this? Y'all ganging up on me and shit. You're off. Get out of here, Pat. But yeah, no, I really do want to see the show, so maybe we'll talk about it next time. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, let's see, also got uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Second season. Oh, oh yeah, we've so been good. watching that recently. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, What do you think, Pat? 
Oh, I loved it. You know, well, I what love... do you think about the first season? And then we'll dip into the second real quick. The first season, the first season was good. I really loved the first episode that Sam Raimi directed. Oh yeah, brilliant. That's what sold me. Right. But he then it kind of went downhill for a bit. Right. I was and, a little yeah. like I I I stopped watching after the seventh episode. I it was it was kind of like a teetering. It went up and it went down. But um, end result, it's good for any Evil Dead fan out there. Yeah. I think it's more Army of Darkness than anything. For sure, it's yeah. more of that slapstick. It's way over the top slapsticky, right? Which is fine. Like, he's old, he's kooky, <laughs> right? I love Ash. I love right. the character, obviously. And they stay true to the practical effects. I mean, the practical effects oh, are sure. amazing. Yeah, and I think no, I don't want to say that because I don't know who did the practical effects in the show. Yeah, either do I. What do you think about the second season? Mike, actually, what did you think of the first season, Mike? Uh. Uh, not so much. First of all, how many episodes did you watch? Well, uh, the first season was uh, it had its moments, but it wasn't as good as it could have been. Right. You yeah. know, I, I, I'm not knocking it. Okay. I still enjoyed it. It was really cool, but it could have been better. Yeah, I wanted it to be more crazy. I think. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I think they realized that a little bit because it seems like season two is kind of stirring shit. Oh, it is the hornet's nest. And what so I was going to say about season two is that I just love how it pays homage to the entire series. Sure. I mean, they showed scenes from Army of Darkness, the first Evil Dead, and now they started throwing clips in from the original movies, which is just, you know, me, I just automatically come in my pants when I see anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is one thing that I do want to talk about, and I'm sorry, Mike, I'm ruining it for you because you haven't seen it, but it doesn't sound like you're too thrilled to see the second oh, season anyway. Oh. But I will say the the, the new season, the la, the last two episodes, and by the time you guys hear this, there will already be a third one. So we're always yeah. going to be a week behind. So deal with it. But the second episode in season two is fucked up. Oh wow, man. dude! There is a lot of male genitalia in that shit, dude. Like there is a lot of dick. Oh my god, dude! He gets tacked by a fucking uh, asshole snake. Like the intestines you, is an asshole. It's funny you bring that up. I mean, it's and hard earmuffs, not to bring sorry, it up. Guys. But uh, <laughs> that scene, it, it brought me back to like Dead Alive. You right. know what I mean with the oh, intestines? Man. Oh, it totally did. Rock hit. Oh my god, it was yeah. great. Which I think was probably influenced by Evil Dead. Probably. So I don't feel any right. Full circle. Yeah, like it's totally okay because Evil Dead totally did what they were doing and. In uh, Dead Alive. I concur. In a lot of ways. I concur, sir. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think the new season's actually kicking up pretty good. I just hope it doesn't trail off into fucking nonsense. Oh, that's cool. So what other news do we have? This is actually crazy. One of the video games I remember playing on the, the uh, NES right. was the uh, Friday the 13th game. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and, and uh, it 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 always got me, right? And it sucked because fucking Jason is a dig bag, dude. That game was impossible. <laughs> so impossible. Yeah, it's uh, but it wasn't a game. It was just a, a practice in how much torture can you handle. <laughs> how many times? Like, if you like video games, don't play this one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it, it's insanely cool. There's a new game for Friday Thirteenth. There's a new game for Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, well, we knew that, but it's yeah. been delayed. 
Yeah. Uh, uh-uh. It's been delayed like a motherfucker. Apparently, I guess they're going to be doing the beta, what, this year? Yeah. And then next year, the beginning of next year, they're going to release the multiplayer. So 2017. And then by the summer, they're going to have the single player campaign out. Wow. So it's like a slow hand job. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are really upset about it. This is a Kickstarter project, I believe. Um, I believe it did like, I can't remember how much. I think it did like a million. And then they did an after thing to try to raise more money, and they got even more money. Uh, honestly, the game looks fucking beautiful. And I would oh. love to interview the guys at Gun Media. Oh, it looks fantastic, dude. And I think that they're probably approachable about that kind of thing. So we might be able to get them on and, and, and one of them on. Uh, and talk to him about that. So hopefully we can do that. But it oh, yeah. sucks. It sucks that it's being delayed. But hopefully, hopefully it's for a good reason because the game looks beautiful. Like oh, what it we've really seen, does. it really looks when like. When they first amazing. showed it, it didn't look like that promising. But now they've really polished it up. Dude, it's pretty. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't know what kind of rig you gotta have to run it, but it's probably gonna come out on PC first, and then it'll come like six to nine months after. So it might be the end of next year before Xbox and PlayStation get. Yeah, (laughs) I'll be waiting because my rig can definitely not handle that. There is uh, some other news. What was there? I know we were talking about it before. Thomas Decker is saying that the Elm Street remake was made to cater to the lowest common denominator. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not a fan movie? (laughs) Uh, No, not really. It's it's something made for uh, people who have the IQ of a rock. Who gives okay. a fuck about the lowest common denominator? Okay, first of all, let me just give my quick opinion on the uh, remake. I love the dream sequences. Oh, yeah. I'm totally cool with that. The story was... <clears throat> but I think that's a crock of shit. <laughs> I, I love Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Robert England. I haven't watched that movie. Right. Just because oh, Robert England well, wasn't you need to ready. watch it. No, I you don't, don't have to pay so. for it. Just watch the fucking thing. Yeah, maybe. I have it. It's not my favorite movie. You'll have to tie me down, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I just I think that a lot of directors are doing that now. Like when something fails miserably, they like make excuses, and I'm right. sure there is some very valid excuses. Don't get me wrong. Like you, how many people are involved in making a fucking movie? First right. of all, there's a lot. Well, sometimes it's a cop-out, like fucking George Lucas saying that fucking 1, 2, and 3 was the way it was because he was making it for his kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which where he has Anakin go in and fucking slay a bunch of children. Oh, yeah. Like, and they start screaming, I think. I don't even remember. That's not kid-friendly. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. Uh, Fucking uh, Robert Rodriguez did fucking kid-friendly. He did fucking Shark Boy versus Lava Girl. Right. Not Star Wars. So, anyway... I don't know. I kind of feel like that's a crock of shit a little bit. I didn't really read the article too too much, but I don't know. Doesn't matter. Sorry if you guys feel me on that one. Uh, give a shout out in the comments. I it's not a big deal. I don't know why it's coming out now all of a sudden. Mm. He must have had an interview with somebody recently, right? I don't know. Anyway, there is one other thing that we did want to talk about. Me and Patrick went to see Ravager, Mike. Oh, fucking cool, man. Yeah, Phantasm Ravager came We're, out yeah, wow. in theaters like a few days ago or so. Um, select theaters at that. Select theaters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And for good reason. <laughs> Me and Alex. Oh, there was shit. two other guys in the theater, and that was <laughs> it. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of excitement. There's excitement for it, but there's not a lot of, like, fandom about it. Um, I don't want to crush anybody's hopes, but I also don't want to coddle your hopes. Um, I think the movie is an interesting addition to the collection, but as a whole... It was kind of like a six or a seven, maybe at the most, but probably a six. <laughs> I like, agree with that. There is some like good nougats of fucking happy, good stuff in there. It took me like 30, 40 minutes to even get interested into the movie. It was very slow at the beginning. It was yeah. super slow. I will say the way that they played with time and, and reality was kind of fun. Yeah. Like they I mean, jumped, at first it was kind of confusing. There was but, some cool editing and right, things. Right. Like it made it trippy and interesting. But to be honest, like the movie was, eh. I don't know. It was kind of like I don't know if you guys remember in four. It got like really weird. Oh, okay. It was like super psychological and like drama and like I don't know suspense or whatever the fuck they were trying to do. When Phantasm to me was very straightforward. It had some an, an air of mystery to it that was interesting. Right. And in the first three movies, they add like little bits that are really cool, like new balls, new like storyline, new things that, you know, what these poles mean. And right. Like it added to it. And the fourth one kind of went off the rails and it was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Uh, the fifth one really kind of does the same thing. But if you were an ulti- ultimate fan of Phantasm, it is definitely. Something that you need to watch. And it was also, wasn't it, um, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, August, Angus Scrim? Angus Scrim. Angus Scrim. It was his last role, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he died. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he passed away during the making of it. Yeah. Really? The the tall man? Yeah. Yeah. Because he, there's no, I don't want to ruin it for you guys. I'm not going to explain it, but there is no real closure. No. It just kind of leaves it open, and I know that that's probably what they were intending to do, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I don't know. So, but that's it for the fucking news, guys. Damn it! So now uh, we're going to shoot through some of uh, the new releases real quick. I'll try to be quick about this. Screen Factory is going to be releasing... Poltergeist 2 and 3, so the special collector's editions of each, um, they're going to be available January 24th. They just announced this, like, over this week. Um, they also announced that they're going to be doing Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3. It's a it's a one purchase, so, like, $29.99 for both movies. It's like the dual pack. Um, they are also going to be releasing a Hellraiser The Scarlet Box Limited Edition Trilogy. Uh, it is Region A. I don't know if that's... Is that DVD? No, it's Blu-ray. What am I talking about? Huh. Uh, Creep Show is... Creep Show 2, limited edition by Arrow, is coming out December 13th. Uh, they are going to be re-releasing a Dreamscape Collector's Edition. That'll be coming out December 13th as well. Uh, there are a few other movies. Um, one of the movies we'll be talking about that just came out, I got early, I think, was Exorcist 3. The director's cut and the original cut. It was amazing. Which we'll talk oh, wow. about 
in a little bit. <clears throat> um, fans of Dead Rising, the new end game is coming out on Blu-ray on December 6th. I wasn't a fan of the first movie that they did. I think it was on uh, Crackle. Huh. Hmm. They released it on that. <laughs> it was okay. Oh! Oh! I forgot about this! Oh my god! I'm fucking stoked about this, guys. The Quiet Earth. It is a fucking amazing movie uh, starring Bruno Lawrence that's going to be coming out December 6th. I have been waiting for this on Blu-ray in America for a long time. It came out in Europe, I think. Dude, this movie's awesome. It's kind of a sci-fi flick. It's oh, basically okay. essentially about... Um, a bunch of people, they do an experiment on the planet that is supposed to, I forget what exactly it does, but it apparently kills and wipes everybody off the planet. And they're not sure what has happened, but the only people that survive are those in the middle of dying. Huh. So there's like a guy who tries to kill himself, a dude that's getting drowned, like, and he's about to die, like some other chick. And they, like, they, they all think that they're the last people on the planet. So hmm. it's really interesting to see like what happens in it. But The Quiet Earth is a fucking great movie. It's one of those movies that you need to watch. I don't I, I don't know. And just as a reminder, um, November 22nd, uh, the Vestron Collection is going to be releasing The Return of the Living Dead 3 and Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Oh, I love Return of the Living Dead 3. That has to be my favorite return. That one's, uh, I'm, well, it's not my favorite. The first one's my favorite. Right. Well, the first one's good, too. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. and then, of course, I do want to bring up one last one. There is a uh, David Cronenberg's collector's edition of Rabid and Dead Ringers. Wow. So, and that's November 22nd. But, yeah, that's it for the new releases, guys. Let's jump right in to the main topic of today, Demon Party, Demon Orgies. I want to uh, talk about an article I found. Uh, they did a really good... Uh, it's about seven powerful and dreadful demons in horror movies who will scare you for life. And um, I'll put the article down below for you guys. But one of the movies that you watched... Oh, yeah. ...is I Am Zozo. I Am Zozo. And the demon's name is Zozo. You're not even supposed to say the name. Yeah. Because supposedly they can kill you. <laughs> is it like um, Candyman or something? But they use that that name in the movie called I Am Zozo. What did you think of that movie, Mike? You know, it's it, I have a weird opinion on that movie. It uh, I don't want to say anything like negative about right. the film. Because um, like I said before, anytime you make a film, it's difficult. It wasn't very well written. Okay. It had a lot of problems with the screenwriting and whatnot. The acting was good. The aesthetics was good. Um, but what really, really was, was cool for, with me was, um, the guy shot on Super 8, which, which is nuts because nobody shoots on Super 8 anymore. Right. I mean, n everything Which is, is kind of cool though. In the yeah, same, yeah. It, it, it had this really old school kind of retro aesthetic that it could have easily been a, a, a 70s exploitation film. Right. Which was cool. So it's, and I don't know. I, I, I give the guy, uh, who made it uh, huge respect. Right. You know, j well, just, what didn't you like about it? You said the writing wasn't good. You had also mentioned something about the atmosphere of it. The atmosphere was cool. It it could have easily been a uh, like a Last House on the Left. Okay. Kind of a film. What, uh, a torture I, film. It could, it could have easily. Well, it's. It, you said there was no gore, uh, right? There was no gore. There was no special effects or anything. Okay. I want to see if the guy can make an exploitation film. 
That would because, you think because, he would be good. Yeah, at it. because if if he can utilize his uh, super eight technology, whatever <laughs> ancient technology, it, uh, it it would be really cool. I mean, it it it's really one of those movies where like I I just praise the guy for his aesthetics. I sure. praise the guy for what he was able to do on the budget he was able to do it on. But um, well, and we don't just hate movies around here. No. Like typically, yeah. we try to find some good in it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, it's like, it's easy to say, oh, this movie sucks, and then not know what anything that goes into making a movie, and how nothing works out the way you plan it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're making, putting on a show, an event, nothing ever goes according to plan. I know. And it, it always sounds better on paper, or in, I, in a concept, sometimes, than it comes out. Yeah, I think, uh, I think... Which is the, movie magic, when yeah. it really happens. <laughs> I think for the most part, like... I really, really appreciated the film only because I'm a film geek myself. Sure. I know how difficult it is to shoot film. I've shot 8mm, Super 8mm, and I've also shot 16mm. Okay. Uh, never shot 35 though, but... So, um, I know how difficult it is to shoot physical film. Okay. And the discipline that it takes to shoot it. Right. And I always wondered about matching up the sound and everything like that, too. Yeah, that's why they have like it's like, Digitally, it's like so easy now. Well, that's why they have clapboards, right? You know that that's for sound. But um, I I don't know. I, it really what it is is like, uh, I don't know. I think it's the kind of film that like, if you really really know film and you're a huge hardcore nerd, you will will understand it and get it. But if you're just an average consumer, you're gonna think it right. sucks. You're gonna yeah okay understandable. Yeah. But, so what's the story on Zozo? Like, what's that whole thing about? Well, it's something along the lines of like a. Uh, I don't know the specifics of it beyond what I've seen in films and, and heard on other podcasts. Okay. And read. It's just that there's some sort of entity that will contact you. And it is not an entity, I'm sorry, a demon. A demon. Okay. You know, that's called Zozo that will contact you via the uh, using a Ouija board. Well, Zozo, it says here, Zozo is a powerful being that has been reported to have appeared a multitude of times all around the globe. He loves to communicate via Ouija board. Um, and I'm his, glad you said it like that. His modus operandi, or MO, is to destroy the lives of those he makes contact with. He also likes to sexually harass those unlucky females that have contacted him. What if I'm in transitioning period? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he might be confused on that issue. <laughs> well, that movie is based solely off a, a real supposed demon. Yeah. If you believe in that. Yeah. Not saying it's real or not. I don't know. I, I honestly do not believe in it, I, and no offense to anyone who's really into this kind of stuff, <clears throat> I think it's complete bullshit. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. I can't say. I, I, don't, be I don't believe in Ouija boards in any way, shape, or form. It's, it's, it's all uh, an idiomotor response. Well, and you could even go as far as uh, say that maybe it's not even real, and that we bring it about. Collective consciousness style. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Good point. I'm just saying, no. like, I'm not saying that it is real or it isn't, but if we're going to step outside the box a little bit, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, another movie that used a, a legitimate uh, demon is uh, The Last Exorcism. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, well, I don't remember the movie specifically. I'm just kind of going through some okay, of these. Okay, cool, cool. And then we'll get into some of the movies we watched. Yeah. But um, The Last Exorcism uh, used Abalam. Abalam, the Prince of Madness, the one that can make you go insane. <laughs> so it says. <laughs> He's under the command of the powerful Paimon, 
one of the seven Amon. lords of hell. <laughs> That's uh, like anybody that has a job, you're under the power of Pivot. <laughs> now that's corporations for you right there. <laughs> Some say that he is not under Paymon's rule, but that he is Paymon himself, masking, parading around. Paymon rules over 200 legions of demons. So that's a pretty big one. That's one. But the last exorcism... They're like franchises and shit, kind of like McDonald's. <laughs> um, another demon uh, in a movie was Deliver Us From Evil. Uh, and that demon's called Jungler. Uh, the Jungle. movie's inspired by real events lived by Ralph Sarchi, a New York mm-hmm. ex-police officer who had a lot of paranormal encounters in his life. The Jungler is a powerful being. Jungler. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's, just like it's a, deeper than Juggler. It's like I don't a street know. hooker name the or jung- something, right? Yeah, he messes I, with I, your... I just imagine an ape like in a jungle. I, it sounds more like he's fiddling with your balls. But sorry, Jungler. That's a $25 If you're listening right, right now there. or trying to possess somebody, we're oh. sorry. Uh, the Jungler is a powerful being that specializes in harming humans. That he possesses, making them kill or hurt those close to him. He also loves to create portals everywhere across the city to spread his malign Ooh. essence. To spread his seed. Yeah, you gotta spread it around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's seeding all over people's faces. Right. I heard Spectrally. he makes a great fucking moisturizer. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> but Jungler, unlike all the other demons in this list, is not based on a real being. Uh, another movie, The Exorcist. Which you you brought this up to me when we were talking about oh, it. Oh, uh, was it Pazuzu? You got it. Yeah. Pazuzu is the most famous demon of them all, Ooh. besides Satan in Ooh. movies, Ooh. supposedly. The powerful Pazuzu. Um, he is the ancient Assyrian demon, known for his control over the winds and plagues. He was more so powerful that people carved talismans depicting his image to protect them from the less powerful demons and spirits. They were afraid of anger and power. In the movie, he possesses a teenager who played with a Ouija board. This being makes her offend Christ and all his values. Christ could suck a dick. <laughs> oh, wow, no, this uh, is <laughs> church friendly. <laughs> well, no, uh, continue to say it, but I want people to understand that uh, if they really want to do more research into the Exorcist film and the book, it isn't actually uh, the the case that it's actually surrounding isn't actually a female. It's actually a guy. Yeah, no, no, we talked about that once, I think. But yeah. I'm a dumbass. Go ahead. No, no, that's cool. That's interesting to know. Uh, Another movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, was a legion of demons. So not just one, but numerous. But I thought thought that the original case of The Exorcist was also the same. It wasn't just Pazuzu, right? No, it's... Well, it's a... let me say it like this: Is I'm I'm not going on the book because I haven't read the book. Well, there's the legion. There's Legion by William Peter Blatley, okay, which okay. we'll talk about briefly here, or well okay. soon. For sure, sure. But I, I just know from the film, uh, it, I don't know that they reference Legion, but I do know that at the beginning of the film, when uh, Max von Sandow is in Egypt, von Sandow, Sandow, I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, I'm a dipshit. <laughs> but uh, von Sandum sounds like a syndrome. <laughs> he uh. We see a, a, a depiction of uh, Pazuzu. Okay. So that's the, the idol. Oh, yeah. that's right. In Exorcist 2? No, in, in the first one it shows. In it. the first one. I it, think. it might show it in the second. I haven't seen the second in a while. Well, the second one is completely, supposedly like a bastard of the whole series. Oh. 
Supposedly. It was like them just trying to cash in on stuff. It's like Halloween 3 where they put the masks on. And it makes I, no sense. <laughs> you know what? I made fun of it, and I just want to make sure this is clear, guys. Halloween 3 is a great movie on a, it's a standalone. Shouldn't have used the name Halloween. Is it the one with the TV channel? Yeah. Yes. And oh. the, the thing that, that they were trying to do, what John Carpenter was trying to establish, was he was like, okay, Halloween and Halloween 2 was one story. He wanted to do, he thought, he was confident enough that he could make numerous great stories and that Halloween was going to embrace all of them. So it was almost like an anthology, but in, in like movie segments. Huh. Right. Like feature segments. And so Halloween 3 was made in that intent. And people got pissed because they wanted to see Halloween 3. Right. And I'm wow. sure the people who were the head of the marketing execs weren't real open about it. In fact, the only time that Michael Myers makes an appearance is literally on the TV. Oh, and I think it's just a picture. They don't even mention his name. What was it like? What was the Shamrock something? Yeah, Shamrock was the name of the company that made the masks. They were into witchery, and oh. they had a huge giant stone that was to the pieces of that stone they would put on the back of the masks on this little button, oh. and it would control the minds. So like a hive mind, so they would take over the kids' minds, and then essentially make them go out and kill everyone, or kill the kids. Um, but actually, I really like the movie a lot on its own. Right, it is well, a bastard child to Halloween. With Halloween. Right, yeah. But as wow. it's uh, on its own, like it's got some fucking crazy death scenes. Like a dude sticks his finger in somebody's nose and pops his nose out, <laughs> and like kills him that way. And it's fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> but well, anyway, well, if you got to pick your nose, you got to pick your nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the way to do it, though. <laughs> anyway. We got uh, another movie called The Possession, which the is... The Possession? Yeah, The Possession. I don't remember if I saw that one. Yeah, it's, it's like, it wasn't about somebody just owning a bunch of shit. Oh, is that that one with that guy that played the the jokester or the joker? Or... No, I was making a really bad joke. I don't oh. Yeah, it wasn't funny. I'm just kidding. Right over. <laughs> uh, but the name of the demon was Abizu. Kevin Manis, a man from Portland, acquired a mysterious box. That's the one where the daughter finds the box and like a... a, a... The daughter finds her box? <laughs> oh, that's a coming to age movie, right? <laughs> Why did he have to say coming? <laughs> Why are you? He's all hot and bothered now, If I watched it, I'd be coming. <laughs> Zing! But anyway, Kevin Manis, a man from Portland, acquired a mysterious box that belonged to a Holocaust survivor named Havella. According to Manus, the owners of this box suffered unexplained and terrific... Terrific? <laughs> it says terrific. And terrific events, like murder and death. Maybe they meant terrifying. And being yeah, Holocaust and victims. I think they did, and terrifying events. He himself and his family even started to have dreadful nightmares and health-related problems. In the movie, the box arrives in the Emily Brennick's hands... She's a teenager, blah, blah, blah. Abizu is a female demon known in an ancient times for destroying the souls of children. So that's that one. Yeah, you don't need children. Then there's the no. movie with uh, Sir Anthony Thomas, which is The Right. Oh, shit. Um, I, never, and, I never saw that. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I, I remember it, but it's more psychological. Okay. Um, it's called Ball, B-A-A-L. Ball. Balls? Ball. Maybe. <laughs> Bowl? 
Baal. I think yeah, Baal is Baal? how you pronounce it. Ball, whatever. <laughs> Balls. Fuck it, I'm not a demon, all right? <laughs> I don't summon them. Although you got summoned, I, I guess. I, I've got balls. <laughs> uh, and uh, another movie, but basically the um, the right in the movie, Father Lucas Trevenant Anthony Hopkins is possessed by an evil entity after a failed exorcism. So the question is, and here is, what demon is strong enough to possess a server of Christ? Well, the answer is Baal. Just, yeah, picture that. Um, The second most powerful demon of them all, just behind the devil himself. Which, there's another demon that was like that, right? Which one? I, fuck, I don't remember. What what did we say? Pazuzu? No. It was, no, it was the jungler. (laughs) <laughs> the, the juggler? Yeah, These the one guys that goes under like your balls all and friends with them. Pennywise, right? <laughs> like, they're all under some yeah. big tent somewhere. <laughs> uh, I could make a tent and have the juggler come under my tent. <laughs> You're going to get possessed. Let him juggle my shit. You're totally going to get possessed. <laughs> um, but it, it says it's important to notice that in the ancient times... Uh, Baal was considered as a good deity. He was a fertility god that was adored and cherished. Mm. It is funny how beliefs can change over time. Oh, for sure. Anyway. But that, I'll include that link in the um, information below. But that's just to give you guys a little bit of information about some demon. What What about a... I don't want to go into, into explicit detail about this. Okay. Because I always feel like I'm uh, beating the same drum. Beating a dead horse, or beating off my dick, whatever they, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to call. But uh, and I'm also kind of drunk right now. Well, of course. Uh, but uh, supernatural is fifty percent demon. Oh yeah. Uh, well, so is uh, high five on that one. I've been trying to tell him to watch it. He just oh, doesn't God. listen to Dude, me. Dude, it, it literally like I, 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 I'm gonna go home tonight, take off my pants, get a big hand of uh, lube. Everybody keeps and telling Sam me it gets better, but I just, I don't know. Like, if I'm I was going to have a menage a trois with any two men, it'd it was be Sam and Dean. Yes. Jesus Christ. I watch <laughs> so much media, it's just impossible for me to go, yeah, you know what, I'll just spend 37 hours watching this. You know what well, I mean? Well, if you're going to appreciate it, like, we know you're going to, <laughs> maybe uh-huh. you should take the time and watch it. Oh, as if I don't take time. <laughs> as if I don't. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> I watched, I don't know what, nine movies in the past two days? Yeah. I watched 12. Like, that's pretty dedicated. I'm working on 12 seasons of Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways. No, but, uh, yeah, not going into explicit detail whatever, but it does have a lot to do with demons. Uh, And if you want to go into specific details, uh, I I know Abaddon is one that they talk about. I don't know what's another one they talk about that they have. What was the one, the main one, that was like, he was putting that shit into all the food. So people would become possessed. Oh, uh, he—I don't—he—he he wasn't a specific demon. He was just a—he was a leviathan. Right, and they talked about jinn. They did. They have an episode about jinn. Yep. Uh, and if you guys aren't aware of what's going on physically here, there's a lot of jerking each other <laughs> off. <laughs> no, but it, raw dog. Well, it. jinn is just a fucking term for like a demon, right? Yeah. Right. D-G-I, but, or D-J-I-N-N. Well, it's, it's a, a, a genie, is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's right. a gin. Yeah. But, okay, this is kind of related, unrelated, but I watched an episode the other day, and this is exactly why I like this show so much. Okay. So there's an episode where they go, and, and not, without getting into explicit detail, uh, they wind up at a hotel that is 
inhabited by a lot of people or okay. whatever. And everybody at the at the hotel, all the main people, are all ancient gods, like uh, uh, Odin, and uh, 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 what's the sounds legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the one that you rub you rub its belly? It's like an Asian one. Oh, Buddha. Buddha? Buddha. All right, that's, that's, a, that's not a demon. <laughs> I didn't say demon. That's what he appears. He's so cute. Yeah. He's like a demon of happiness. Like, I don't know if there is such okay, a thing. Okay, so there's all these, uh, there's like, uh, there's Kali. Uh, <laughs> I still can't get over that. You rub his belly and he rips your fucking head off. Counterclockwise, Somebody who's a Buddhist bitch. right now is freaking out on our episode. Which a lot of Buddhists listen to our show, by the way. Oh. <laughs> But anyways, they have all womp these womp. like. <laughs> so they, okay. <laughs> so they have these. Uh, uh, it's like a Kelly, you know, Odin. Oh, Kelly, Budin, the a demon, Budin. Budin. <laughs> Kelly, she's just a real bitch right every month. She's like a once a month bitch. <laughs> I said Kelly. That's Kelly, she's my oh, bottom hoe bitch. Not, not, not Kelly. That's not a demon. She's just having a problem. <laughs> it's a physical thing. Like, don't, don't go but, there. But anyways, so they all these uh, ancient like gods are like in this room together, and they want to kill Sam and Dean or take care of them because one is the uh, the vessel for Lucifer and one is the vessel for for the arch- archangel Michael. Okay. And they're trying to stop the apocalypse. Hmm. And then. Uh, uh, and this this is gonna sound so shitty. I'm, I'm gonna miss the mark on this fucking term, but this is why I like the show. Uh, Dean uh, Jetson Eccles gets up and says, "Okay, listen up, you primitive screwheads." Oh, <laughs> oh nice, a little homage. Yeah, I love it. The the whole show is like uh, just so. I don't know. It's it's very nerdy. It's yeah. a very nerdy show. But no, I can tell by all the semen on each other's face that <laughs> yeah. it's a really good show. Yeah, <laughs> wipe that my, off. My, my dick's not going to work for a week. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you here, Pat. I'm not getting it on my face this week. Anyways, no, uh, nowhere on that. Do what you got to do. No, no. I mean, uh, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I will watch the show, but I Wait. can't promise that it's going to be my passion on life. Like, Dude, if I show you the right episodes, I swear to God, either you're going to like love it or I'm gonna have to k- kill you. Two three jerk offs. Agree. I will give it a whirl. Um, a movie that I think that we should talk about, and is probably oh, dude, yeah, the series that is probably my most endeared demons series is Demons. Oh yeah. It was a Dario Argento um, he produced, produced. He produced, produced it, it. and Lamberto Bava, the son of Mario Bava, who did Black Sunday, which is insanely cool. Uh, he did Demons, and he considers the first Demons to be his masterpiece. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I read about it. Um, actually, the 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 um, in the movie they do they go to a theater to watch the movie, right? Yeah, and that's when shit goes wild. Yeah, apparently the Metropole is still there, and it's a it's a it's a club called Goya. And they still have events there for Halloween and stuff themed around demons. Wow, that's insanely cool. Which is really cool, but they don't, I don't think they even shot inside the theater. They just did the outside shots okay. and did everything else on another building or whatever the fuck it was or set. <clears throat> but Demons uh, came out in 1985, directed by Lamberto Bava, who, I mean, dude, that movie... Okay, I'm a little partial to the second one. 
And me and Pat watched uh, the first one. Yeah. Right, and it was the first time I've ever seen this. Movie. Oh, you've never seen the first I've ne- one? I've never seen it. And I'll tell oh, you what, yeah, he I, was, re- I really dude, enjoyed it. he was staring at his phone on Amazon going, oh, I could buy this right now, but I can't. <laughs> like, for literally half the fucking movie. I gotta text my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got a huge demon boner right i tell now. you, I really love that opening score. Amazing. And I believe oh, the guy's so cool. name is Claudio Simote? Yeah, uh, Simonetti. Simonetti. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. Dude, I have the box set right up there um, for the audio soundtrack, which oh, came with the original cool. soundtrack right on. on CD, not at record, which would be even cooler. Yeah, records would be different. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people that collect the records, and I'm jealous of them. Um, <laughs> but they, it also came with a remix, which Ogre from Skinny Puppy did a remix on. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, that's fucking badass. As well as a lot of well-known producers. Oh, cool. So, uh, some some unknown that I didn't know of, but it's all pretty cool. Like, I mean, it was a nice... I think I bought that set for like 30, 40 bucks just for the, the music. It came with like a button, like a ticket to the, the, the Metropole. You you also have the special editions of those movies too, right? Oh, you yeah, spent, I bought like, them. They were 50 bucks a piece Oof. from uh, Synapse Films. I, bought, I pre-ordered them like eight months before it came out or right. whatever the fuck they first released it. Oh, right on. I spent a hundred bucks on two movies, yes. But it is amazing. And it is one of my... The second movie is probably my favorite just because that's the first one I watched. And it's not that the first one isn't as good as the first or the second, I mean. It's just that there is a air of nostalgia that is surrounds that movie that I connect with because it shocked the ever-living fuck out of me. And it mixed demons with aliens, which was awesome. It was like, because you haven't seen this, Pat. No. But in the second one, their blood melts everything. So it's like aliens. Yes. All very right. much so. And it's really cool. It's like in an apartment complex this time. So all this mayhem goes, and it goes pretty buck fucking wild. So and very much really... like the movie we watched earlier this week, Record 2. It all takes place in one location. Yeah. It pretty much they all get locked in, and right. there's some of the same actors in it. Aja Art- Argento is in the movie. Oh yeah, she's pretty hot. And she's like 13 in the movie, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she may be hot now. I'm, I don't I'm know. Cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> oh. He's totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, kid, kid, kidding. But no, she. It, here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing I found about Aja Argento, and I believe I'm saying her name right. Asia. Asia, whatever. Asia, if you want. Um, Isn't she dead? No. Dario Argento, her father, put her in this movie at 13 years old. Can you imagine just being surrounded by a bunch of fucking scary fucking demons in a car and just like them pawing at the car and eating your dad, your cast dad or whatever? Right. But you think that's bad, maybe? No. He shot and directed oh. a movie with her doing a porn scene. There was a scene. It's a bit I, controversial. It, well, I remember there's a scene in one of his movies, one of his movies, where she's being raped. Yeah, and, and he's directing her getting raped. There's <sighs> there's got to be some serious Freudian bullshit going on right there, right? Well, right. They are Italian, so. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know what that means. But... I don't know what that means. They're they're open to having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we like to have a good time. Uh, oh, Spaghetti's and raping. <laughs> I think 
think it's a little weird, though, right? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I'm not like anxious if I had a kid, and I don't. Thank I'm God. not anxious if I had a kid <laughs> to want to shoot Thank a God. film about my daughter getting raped or a sex scene. Like, I understand that there's probably a separate a degree of separation with yeah. him in film, and maybe her too. But that's just a little weird. Yeah, I love Dario Argento. Amazing producer, director, writer, whatever. But man, that's weird. <laughs> oh, by the way, Prost. Oh, Prost. Oh, I have no alcohol. Drink some water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Water. If you want some water. of this, or if you want the fighting cock. You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I might do some cock. Oh, he knows how to take the cock. Yeah. See, you think it's kind of weird that I'm into cock, but I am. <laughs> He's... That's not bad. Yeah. Just, just don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, when she saw the the like, you know, the bloody lips that you had. Uh, oh yeah. I think she realized. Yeah, she smelled the semen. <laughs> <laughs> Why does your beard and mouth smell like semen? <laughs> Why do you smell like schmegma? <laughs> I feel oh like God. you're both. There's been balls on your chin. <laughs> um, which is totally okay. <laughs> um, so Demons 2 came out a year after, by the way, in 19, 1986. So they okay. like shot it like right after. Wow. Now, there's another movie that they, that they did, and I can't remember the director or anything like that, but there was an, a Demons 3, and it was called The Ogre. I never saw it. I saw it. It's weird. It takes place in this basement. And there's like this like large like ogre <laughs> that prowls around the basement of this like wine the fucking cellar. Sarlacc pit or something. It's or not weird. A Sarlacc. What was the name of it? Oh, I forget. I don't. Even it's hard about. to come by. Um, I know. I don't remember I, I it really finally. And I, <laughs> I honestly couldn't even find it on IMDb, which is weird. But a lot of people consider the church to be the actual third installment of Demons. Oh wow! Really? Yes. The church was, um, it came out in 1989, so not too many years uh, after it. But yeah, the church was actually directed um, by Michelle Sovey. Oh, a female director. Yes. I be- No, maybe not. Oh, right. I don't know. Michelle could be a boy's it name. Can yeah, it, it, it can be. It is, because they do in French, too. Yeah. I just um, think anytime, anytime I see a horror flick or something that's really tough... Directed by a female, I think it's really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, we just watched... What was that movie you watched It was directed by that female? The Invitation. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was good, right? Yeah. And the cinematography was amazing. Fucking tough. Badass, dude. Well, it says here, um, pleased uh, with his work, Dario Argento took Sovi under his wing after learning of the same taste with filmmaking. Argento made Sovi the second assistant director for the movie Tonembray. Uh, in 1982, Tenebrae, whatever. Oh, said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little man. drunk right now. It's all good. I love which, that. I love Tenebrae. What they did with Lumberto Bava okay. as the first assistant director. But he was pleased with his work enough that he, uh, Bava hired Sovi as his assistant director for a, misty thrill, a mystery thriller, uh, uh, missy, A Blade thriller. in the Dark. Sovi has done Cemetery Man. If you haven't seen that oh, movie, never, it came out I've in 1994. I've heard about it. I wanted to see it. I never saw it. Yeah, and that's actually a really good movie. Oh, that's cool. That's man. one of those movies I feel like... I don't think it's gotten a Blu-ray release. If it did, it's not the... Because it goes by Delamorte Delamore. Mm. Cemetery Man's pretty good, and Sovi did that as well. Um, but yeah, The Church is kind of like a psychological thriller. Huh. 
it does deal deal with demons and it does have some pretty cool practical effects. There's even like a goat's head, like satanic goat's head. I like Satan. And there and Aja Argento is <laughs> in that you. movie as well. Cause he calls her by Lota or Lata, I think. She's really young in that though. Um but yeah, other than that, um I think the demons one and two are probably the best. Cool, man. A lot of people revere the first one as the best. And obviously it it's set I think it's set demons like on a whole new level. And I think a lot of movies, other than Night of the Demons, I think pull from that. I just thought, I like the way that they did the demons. It's so physical. It's not some spiritual fucking exorcist thing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is scary, but the demons thing, it just kind of had like a zombie air about it. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. But it was like completely different, because if you get scratched or bitten by a zombie, or a zombie, <laughs> by a demon, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, anyway... On with that, you saw Night of the Demons, right? Uh, years ago. It's been a while. It's been a little while. But it, 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 I did like it. It's fucking sure. cool. Cool as fuck. That is a good movie. Uh, Night of the Demons we watched uh, last night. Right. Uh, we watched the first one anyway. There's three. Was this before and a after, remake. Or was this before after the cuddling? <laughs> we would cuddle while we watched. Okay? <laughs> There's no other way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> But Night of the Demons has an amazing intro. Um, it's got a really fucking amazing intro. Remember we were listening to the music and we were yeah, like, dude. oh, this is amazing. Well, even the, the imagery of the... the yeah, opening. it's like all cartoon. Right, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. That shit's probably really expensive to get done, too. Right. Like, if you wanted somebody to do that shit now, to illustrate, or not illustrate, but like actually animate... It was animated, the intro? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fully animated... That's fucking cool, man. And it looked really cool. Like, it did some really cool stuff with it. It was very different than the tone of all the other movies that they did. But Night of the Demons was, uh, essentially, if you guys haven't seen this, a bunch of kids go to a party at the Hull House. The Hull House is this old uh, house where some people died or something like that, or some crazy shit happened. (laughs) But it was actually old Native Indian land, where an old squab showed up with his family did on this say, land. Did you say squaw? Squaw. Is it squaw or squab? Uh, it's squaw. I'm drunk, that's, dude. That's pretty offensive. <laughs> a what? Squ- uh, you might want to cut this. Uh, if you want to say it, but squaw? Squaw. No, uh, squaw's like a... Uh, it's like a, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we need to cut that. That's what he said in the thing, didn't what? he? Well, it, it was from the eighties. You know, people were different in the eighties. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's what they said in the movie. I'm yeah. not trying to be offensive, <laughs> right? But I, I mean, I, I'll I, tell you when I'm, I'm being pretty, offensive. I, I think it is. I think it does mean bitch. But it's like when you you were like a a person and you owned like a woman, that was your squaw. Okay. So you kind of owned her. Okay. Well, I didn't know that, but so. that's what he says. The, like one of the characters in the story tells the story that this land was like fucked up long before that it was called the Hall House. Okay. And that there was this waterway underneath the ground that kept the bad, the evil in, and that the one night of the year, All Hallows Eve, oh. Halloween, <laughs> they could run about and be evil. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway. So there's uh, Lin- Linnea Quigley is in that movie. Okay. She's kind of a sex Quigley. symbol. Okay. She's been in a lot of, uh, she's been in a couple of, um, I wouldn't, I would softcore porn type things. Like no real sex or right. anything. 
Oh, fuck that. She was like, you know, she had like a, a scene where she's like bent over and a bunch of fucking guys oh. at the store are like staring at her. Well, if I would be. <laughs> and she's like wearing this pink tutu and her, just her ass is hanging out. Meanwhile, her friend Angela is like going around stealing all the supplies for the party. Uh, but that's where that guy said, eat a bowl of fuck. They're like, we should leave. And he's like, eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> I'm going to start using that now. Because I normally say, suck some dicks in hell. Yeah. Your mother said, but eat I'm gonna a start, bowl of fuck. I'm going to start ease, uh, eating a bowl There's of fuck. There's a band called uh, Quincy Punks. Oh, and really? they were like a horror. Um, they were actually a biker band. And band, they, of, band of bikers. So yeah, they would biker, drink a fuck ton. Biker gang. And they would talk about horror movies in their songs. Oh, that's badass. Like they had a song called "I Want uh, Kill Yourself." Like <laughs> uh, there was another one, "Murder at the Senior Prom." They said, uh, "Oh, do you love me? Do you love me? Let me eat your brains." And they used the sample from Return of the Living Dead. He's like. I can smell you. Tina! Let me eat your brains! <laughs> but Quincy Punks, if you guys are into punk music, like, Quincy Punks, to me, are one of my favorite bands. Really? Uh, yeah, they really are. Um, they're, like, punk. They got weird. They get they changed a little bit later on, but their first couple albums are fucking awesome. Nice. Um, but anyway, uh, so Night of the Demons, what did you think of it? I loved it. It yeah. was a very 80s. It kind of reminded me of uh, the way they all kind of conjugated together, have a party. It kind of reminded me of uh, Return of the Living Dead. It's very Halloweeny. Right. Very. Totally. Halloweeny. Halloweeny. No, let's pull our Halloweenies out, huh? I'm just kidding. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get wild. Um, <laughs> but there was actually a Night of the Demons 2. I can't remember it. I need to watch it again. We didn't have enough time to watch like 50 movies. Sorry, guys. Right. Um, but there's Night of the Demons 2. There's Night of the Demons 3. Uh, Night of the Demons 2 came out in 94. So it was like six years after. Then Night of the Demons 3 came out in 97. And I remember that one because one of the kids goes to the Hall House and then pulls, like, finds the lipstick that they use in the first movie. And she puts it in her purse and crosses the stream. So it takes the evil with her to a party at some college. Sweet. And then, like, Angela comes back and, like, murders everybody. And her. Oh, oh, and there's... No, maybe that's the second one. Yeah, it is the second one. And she pulls her bra off and oh, her... her I'm to watch this movie now. Her breasts, like, eat someone's hand. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty cool. I like, hate uh, shit like and that. that. And, like, uh, what's the one movie coming out that's like that? What? A killer rack. It's isn't it already out? Uh, it could be, but it's about uh, monster tits. Yeah, that eat people's hands. Uh, it's about tits that have mouths. That <laughs> eat things. It's called monster rack. So, Anyways, not to divert from. No, them. no, they feed themselves instead of feeding others. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a mother out there, you'll get that. Oh man. Uh, there was a remake. Did you guys ever see the remake? I did no. not, but I want to see it. Came out in 2009. Edward Furlong. Was in the movie. Oh, Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Edward Furlong is in it. The guy from Brain Scan and Terminator Two. Yeah, uh, Terminator Two. Just like, some movie you probably just, never saw. Yeah, you never heard <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Um, but yeah, like there was some big, big hubbub or whatever the fuck you want to call it about the movie because they were using like because all the the Night of the Demons movies kind of had like mu music in it. 
just kind of like Return of the Living Dead or, you know, like they always had that like theme of music that was kind of like current at that time. Right. In a way. It was like underground music that was in movies that they didn't, you didn't really hear. And Night of Demons had some really good. Yeah. So it had like a subculture air to it. You know Correct. what I mean? Yes. And so a lot of people were really excited about the remake coming out because they had all these like rockabilly sort of like horror punk bands that were going to be doing music and stuff. Nice. Like, uh, what's that? Uh, something Wednesday. Wednesday 13. Yeah. Wednesday 13 was in it, I believe. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Um, but the movie sucked. <laughs> it was garbage. In fact, if you're going to watch a Night of the Demons ripoff, in my opinion, I would rather you guys watch The Convent, which has Coolio in it, believe it or not. But the movie's called Convent, and that one's fucking awesome. It's got, like, neon blood and, like, really super gory and really super funny. Like, it gives, it, it totally feels like they tar tried to make a Night of the Demons movie. Huh. And it's it's pretty fucking cool. There's a lot of humor in it. I think it's an unspoken, like, hero for fucking Demons movies. <laughs> we didn't get to watch it, and I wanted you guys to watch it, but we watched Rabid Grannies instead. Oh. Which was great. What a gem. What are talking about? What a gem. What did you guys think about that? Tell us about that. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, like you guys said, it did remind me of like a Peter Jackson film, his earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah, it totally did. It has that weird, like quirky British sort of thing going right. on. Right, and the practical the effects is. were on point. Yeah, there was some pretty cool. Did you? Do you guys have any favorite scenes from that movie? I I like the dinner scene where they first turn and her oh, arm yeah. reaches across the table like an evil dead shot and grabs that girl's face and drags her back across and then eats it. Eats her head. Yeah. Right. It, <laughs> Amazing. It sets it off in such the right tone. That movie came out in 1988, and uh, believe it or not, it was actually the only movie that this guy directed. Which is so weird. We were talking about that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is the reason why people do one movie and then disappear? Are they, like, shamed that they did something? I don't like, know, man. It, it really wasn't... It, like, I've never seen the film before. Well, the director's name um, is Emmanuel Curvin. And he actually did a bit role in uh, Kickboxer 2. <laughs> Those are the only two credits that you can find on IMDb about him. Wow. He directed this awesome movie, which has some pacing issues, obviously. Yeah. Right. But still, like uh, it's like I was telling you, it's uh, even though it's, it's kind of dated and it has pacing issues, it's still a lot better than most of the shit I watch anyways. Right. It's, it's, and it, the, even though the practical effects are like spotty, I, dude, I yeah. like them. I like. I them. liked them. It's great. It, it's it's it. Well, let me say this. It's called fucking Ramid Grannies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's not called uh, Beethoven's Ninth. You know? <laughs> like you kind of know what you're getting into when right. you fucking watch it. <laughs> well, you get you kept asking me you're like, so what's this about? And I'm like, I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> Rabid Grannies is what it's about. Um, which is what we named the shot over. Oh, obviously for sure. we liked it. Um, but Rabbit Grand The movie, not the show. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you are interested in this movie, Troma puts out a release. But I'm going to tell you right now, they cut out all the fucking gore on their release, on the Blu-ray and on their DVD. And it's cut to shit. And then they put it in the bonus features. And they don't even link the DVD so or Blu-ray so that you can watch it seamlessly. So hmm. I had to go out and find a German copy of this movie, oh, which has hard-coded subtitles in German. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, ball. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for it, you need to find the German release because it's the only seamless, uncut piece. For whatever reason, I don't know what fucking laws are in place that they can't put out a fucking... Troma can't put it out. Like, it makes no goddamn sense to me. Right. It pisses me off. I know. The last time I had a German release, it was uh, Scheiser. Poop <laughs> <laughs> <Oop>, Nazis. <laughs> Part six. <laughs> this time, it's not logs. It's chili. <laughs> anyway. I'm bad. I'm bad. You liked the movie, though, right? Like, uh, if you yeah, had to give it a yeah. score, I mean, you I know, know you guys weren't paying attention a lot, but... I don't know if I could give it a score. It's It, it, it really is, like... It's it's very dated. It's it's very uh, you know, I don't know. Honestly, like, I dug it. Yeah. It was definitely like like being that I never saw it before. It already had nostalgic value with from from square one. Yeah, and it looks dated for eighty eight even. Right. Yeah, but it's it, like they shot it on like. They some, probably shot sixteen. Yeah, it's like really fucked up film. Yeah. Like. There's not a good copy of this movie out there. <laughs> they did a Blu-ray release for Troma. And they cut out all the parts again, so people were pissed. Right. Like, I just don't understand what, I mean, I, why would Trauma not realize that that's an important thing? I don't know, man. Maybe I should get uh, Lloyd Kaufman on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to call him right now. Let me call him right now. <laughs> we're running out of time here, but I want to kind of get through some of these. Um, one other movie I saw that came out in 1990 is called Demon Wind, and I wish I would have waited to watch this with you guys. It sounds like a movie about a really bad fart. <laughs> Dude, this guy's fart was epic. It blew across the valley and turned people into demons. <laughs> His name was Jebediah. Um... <laughs> No, but, dude, this movie is so fucking... It's in the so-bad-it's-good category. And you need to watch it. No joke. Like, it's hard to find. You can only get it on VHS. I found a copy that I streamed online, and I believe it might have even been on YouTube? Yeah. If I can find it, guys, I'll link you. But you gotta see this. Okay, so get this. Okay, I'm just gonna give you a quick synopsis of what I... I took notes, and believe it or not, I took more notes of this than any other movie I've seen in a long time. (laughs) But it says, okay, so a guy inherits a farm from his family. It's The movie starts out, and it's like his grandparents, like, one of them turns into a demon. You don't really know that he's a demon, but he just pukes up all this, like, white curd. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of assume, I guess, he's a demon. So he's a grower. Or a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> or he's, yeah, oh, I just got that. <laughs> he's a hooker. It's not that I'm kind gonna of say he's a, he's a grinder user. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't have cell phones in this, so I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> but, so he, he inherits a farm from his uh, family. I think his dad kills himself or something like that. Um, but he has all eight of his, or no, I'm sorry, all nine of his friends come out to meet him in the middle of fucking nowhere to help him basically evaluate this house and find out the mystery between, behind his family. First of all, I can't even get two fucking friends to come over and help me clean up my garage. How the fuck are you getting nine people to fucking come out in the middle of nowhere hours away? <laughs> But to make matters worse, in this amazing story, by the way, two of those people are fucking magicians. Okay? This is the weird part. So, 
<laughs> dude, this is so fucking funny, dude. If you guys watch this, you will laugh so hard. So one of their friends comes up in a fucking uh, a convertible, and he's standing up in the passenger seat. He's got a fucking, like, Dracula cape on or some shit. And they got Flight of the Valkyrie playing as he's pulling <laughs> up, right? And it's not even that loud, but it's just stupid that he's even pulling up like that. Like, if my friend pulls up listening to Flight of the Valkyrie in a fucking cape, I'm going to fucking make fun of him. All right? <laughs> You're just going to keep driving. It, it may be great, but I'm Bag. making fun of that motherfucker. So to make matters even more worse, he apparently knows karate. And so when he stops karate. the car... What? Karate. So karate. It's, it's yeah. kind of like a, a buckaroo bonsai. Well, he was doing the like wax on, surgeon. wax off right. type thing, karate kid style. Whack on, whack off. <laughs> so... One of the, you know, like, in every fucking horror movie, there's always the douchebag that's, like, the bully. Oh, right. Okay, so they have one of those guys. His name is Dell. Well, the karate guy with the fucking Dracula cape and the Valkyrie thing, he pulls up, and the fucking Dell dude throws a can at his face. <laughs> he jumps out of the car, kicks the can directly up in the air, lands, does some weird fucking dance, kicks the, jumps up, kicks the can in the air again, and then fucking jumps does a spin kick and kicks the can at the dude dell's face <laughs> and so of course the dell dude gets hit in the face and he gets pissed right <laughs> this is so stupid dude so it, the karate kid the guy that was driving the car his friend's also a magician and he comes up and throws a puff of smoke in front of him when the guy's about to punch him in the face for kicking him in the head with the can. And he's like, don't kill the rabbit, dude. Straight up. <laughs> There's like a rabbit on the ground. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I mean, it's original. Anyway, so to make matters worse, this karate guy and his other magician friend. Karate. They're like a team. They're like a duo. They're like badasses in the movie, right? They both carry guns. <laughs> so like they're about to get in a karate fight and he's like packing a fucking gun and threatens the other Dell dude with a gun he's like we're not gonna have a problem or something right yeah and he's like dude what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is dude. it like a desperado situation where they keep all their guns in the hat or some kind of shit it seems like they just had a lot of ideas and they put it in the script and they didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> it was like a mixed bag of nuts. I'm sorry I've gone I, into way detail. A mixed bag of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I fucking was blown away at this moment. Like, I really was. Anyway, they go to this farmhouse where his parents or whatever fucking own it or whatever. The place goes ape shit as soon as they get inside. They, they look through the door and they see a house inside. But if you walk around the side of the building, there's no building. So mm. it's just a wall. And the doorway opens up into this thing. It's an illusion. So it's like mystical or some shit. I don't know. So they go into the farmhouse, goes ape shit. The girl, uh, one of the girls, and this is another funny part, she gets scared because they see like all these like old Appalachian fucking children or something that are standing out there. They just appear in front of them for some reason. They got God like flies in their eyes or ass. No. <laughs> There's just like these little white fucking purebred white girls like standing there and they're like demonic. So they try to run away, and they're like, you can't run. Nah, 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 nah. And one of the girlfriends is like, I'm scared. And she runs to her boyfriend with the glasses. She's like, you better promise that I won't die. 
you better promise. And he's like, okay, I promise you won't die. Like, who says that? Does she die, place? like, directly after that? She does. Nice. So she goes up to run away, and then and she turn away and run away from the girls, and another one appears in front of her and touches her, and she's like, you're mine now! She disappears and turns into a baby doll. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so she turns into a baby doll, the doll falls on the ground, and the boyfriend's not even alarmed by this at all. Like, he's just like, oh, shit, there's a doll. You lied to me to her boyfriend. It turns into flames <clears throat> and burns up. Like, what the fuck is going on with this fucking movie? Anyway, they get trapped in this fucking house. There's a bunch of demons trying to kill them. And then this priest that was telling them to stay away from the house and alluded to the fact that there was no house and they found it anyway, he comes back and sucks up all the fucking demons and makes one big bad big, big ass demon that looks yeah, how like does an, he suck all the demons I don't know he's like come to me my children come to me like I'm trying not to make this dirty but you're making it really hard no yeah he sucks <laughs> you're making me really hard he sucks really off hard. I can't help it Jesus damn Christ. it's like a steel girder you son of a bitch, man. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to finish the story by you, making you it the way the you want to hear it. it. I've said it before. So he sucks off the demons. They they come in his mouth, and then he spits all the semen on the fucking good guys. They're all dead. End of the movie. That's not what happened, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, did you guys ever see Record 2? I mean, I know me and you watched yeah. it. But... Uh, I saw the first one, I think. Really? Oh. Not, not the sequel. So what did you think of the first one? Do you remember? Uh, anything that was good? stupid. Really? Yeah. It's... So was it was it record or was it quarantine? Record. Okay. Yeah, because there's okay. It's pretty much the same movie, but when record came out, it came, three months later they tried to make an American version. You yeah, maybe I'm I'm not thinking of the and same movie. It's called movie. quarantine. Uh, maybe I'm thinking about VHS. You're probably I, I've mixed those up too. That's probably what I've seen. Record. He did the same thing. I did. It's so funny. Record one is takes place in Spain. There's a house. There's some sort of infection. You think it's like a zombie thing. And they close everybody off. Everybody dies. If you get bit or scratched, you turn into a fucking whatever. Second one delves into a lot more. And I feel like I'm going to ruin this for you. You won't review it. It's you need a, to watch the series. It's still a good movie, whether okay. they know that that plot line or not. It's still a good watch, guys. That, yeah, the first one came out in 2007. And then in 2009, the second one came out. They were making these, and Quarantine came out. It literally is the exact movie, only in English. Qu- uh, Quarantine wasn't that uh, Dexter's sister? What? Oh, you might be right. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, who's, who's yeah actually was. Uh, Michael C. Hall's actual wife. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, he actually married her. They're married. That's freaky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Freudian shit right there. <laughs> Jesus. I would have sex with him. I think they need to hook up with Dario Argento and Aja or something. (laughs) I'd watch that. No disrespect. I love every one of them, but... um... But I'd like to see them all have sex. (laughs) I have still yet to finish that series. Jesus. In Dario Argento's production masterpiece, <laughs> Michael C. Scott. <laughs> Dario, Dario Argento's His masturbation piece. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Blue supercar. Um, but no, if you guys haven't seen Record, um, fuck Quarantine. Like, honestly, the sounds and the sound design cool. that are in Record, to me, are way better than the Quarantine. And the second Quarantine takes place on a fucking plane. Oh, wow. Or, and then it ends up in a 
terminal. It's called terminal or some shit like that. Anyway, they made like record one, two, three, and f- apocalypse, which is the fourth one. Wow. The fourth one is shit. It's called apocalypse. It's not very good. Okay. The third one is like it's standalone movie. It's it's almost like Evil Dead Two meets Demons. Ah, okay. It's it's a comedy. It really is. It has some serious moments, but it's worth seeing. But you have to watch Record 1 and 2, and then the third one's just like its own thing. It's huh. really good. No, that's cool, man. If you guys... I mean, I know you watched the second one. You haven't right, seen haven't the first one. I haven't seen the one, first record, but I have which seen... Which sucks. I can't believe I made you watch the second one. I thought you said you'd seen it, but you had seen Quarantine. Right. Which is essentially the same fucking movie. Right. Wow. Whatever. And I mean, that one, like I said, that personally, one Personally, I prefer Record over right. Quarantine. Scream Factory just put out Exorcist 3. Which is fucking awesome. Right. And to me, I've actually liked the original movie. Like, before I saw the director's cut. Oh, you mean the original Exorcist or the original Exorcist The one that they released in theaters. Exorcist 3. 3. Oh, yeah. oh okay, okay. Um, that one came out in, what, 1990? It's considered the Legion book that he did. Legion. He did a book called Legion, and it was supposed to be what happened after the first exorcist. But it's supposed to happen what what happens after the first exorcist. It goes kind of wild. It's kind of like a murder mystery. Right. Because it's got, was it, David C. Scott? Mm-hmm. He's fucking amazing. Right. Uh, his, yeah, the way he screams, dude, he just, like, he got that monster roar in his voice. It's just, it, it, it really grabs you by the testes. <laughs> <laughs> What did you uh, think of the director's cut versus the uh, original? Well, I, I love I love Brad Dorf. No, yeah. it's George C. Scott. My apologies. George, okay. And I do love Brad Dorf. Yeah, he did an amazing job. Yeah. A lot of the one-liners he gave off, and some of his speeches were just iconic almost. Yeah, no, the monologue that, that uh, George C. Scott did, who is an amazing actor, he's, he's passed away now. Uh, I guess he died in 99, I believe. Um, but he did this monologue where he was talking about, he goes to see It's a Wonderful Life every year with his priest friend. And they both think they're cheering each other up because one's sad and the other one's sad. But really, they're just best friends. They like to spend time together. But he's like talking about this carp in his bathtub because his 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 wife's mother comes over and doesn't and believes that carp is a not a pure fish. And so she has to kill it fresh or it doesn't. So it's swimming around. But this monologue that he tells is so fucking funny. And I really get the feeling that that William Peter Blatty is a huge fan of David Lynch. Right. (laughs) Because there is so many elements of David Lynch in those movies. It could be for sure. I mean, it it just seems too uncanny. Like it really it just felt so David Lynchian. So. I remember after we watched that movie, I, I kind of wanted to go home and watch Lost Highway. Oh, yeah. That was just, yeah, <laughs> well, there's that the, 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 the monologues, the things that they say in it, they're such powerful writing. Right. It's like really intense, like over dramatic, like stuff. And Brad Dorif was in the original movie. When I say original, I mean the original not the director's cut. cut. I mean the original theatrical version that they had of three. Okay. We're talking about three. Exorcist three, the original movie that they put out because there's a director's cut and then there's a regular cut. The regular cut Brad Dorf was in and in the director's cut he's only in. 
So they cut out. There was a guy that played in the original Exorcist movie named Father Garris. Okay. And he comes back in the third one. And he's like this lost soul guy that when he jumped out the window in the first fucking movie, he took the spirit with him to kill himself. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so it takes off where he is possessed. So and he's possessed by the spirit of the Gemini killer. So the Gemini killer slips into his body as he's dying. Hmm. But in the director's cut, they didn't use the Father Garris that we saw. Like, they used both Brad and... Jason Miller played Father Garris in the original movie. They brought him back for Exorcist 3 because it's kind of like the immediate sequel. Right. But Jason Miller, they brought him in, but they couldn't have him play. And this, they talk about this in this interview with Brad Dorif. Because the director's cut is all Brad Dorf. Huh. And they cut out Father Garris, like I've been saying a million times. I'm sure I'm going to have to edit this. But anyway, Jason Miller, the actor who plays Father Garris in the original Exorcist, was supposed to come back. But they were Peter William Peter Blatty was so worried because Jason Miller was a severe alcoholic. And he had what they call wet brain, which is when you drink too much that your brain is fucked up and you can't remember lines uh, uh, i guess uh, yeah, but it's, it's yeah it's pretty much like a tuesday for me <laughs> <laughs> right when we, when we finished the movie and we went back and we watched all that commentary with brad dwarf mm-hmm. i thought it was interesting that brad dwarf doesn't even like his acting yeah like he can't even watch it Dude, he, uh, he's awesome man he's he so, is like, very modest. Modest. he's so fucking cool he was really good in this he was good in the in the regular cut and in the director's cut. The director's cut was not in 1080p, by the way. It was mm. just like footage that they found that was in regular. Oh like, yeah, uh, kind of like the uh, uh, extended cut or the director's cut of uh, Army of Darkness. Yes, Where, very much. You know, like it was much. like found on the cutting room floor. Type yeah, they're just right. like, oh shit, uh, don't step on this. Let's let's use this. <laughs> yeah. In the in the regular cut, they put a a voice over Dorif. To make it sound demonic, I guess. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what? What? You said they, they had a voiceover dwarf. So <laughs> <laughs> You just imagine this dwarf walking in, <laughs> yeah. sticking his little footstool up to get up no. to the microphone. Like, where, where, where I put the uh, the shoes on my, my kneecaps. And I, oh, my God. <laughs> little people, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're running the gamut tonight. No, but they, I mean, like... There, it was cut out so you couldn't hear his voice like it was in the original. So it was a little disjointed. It felt it was hard to watch in the way that it was intended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like it was it was definitely different than the original the regular cut. I liked it. I think Brad Dorf did an amazing job and he even said that he said that it was the best. That was the way it should have been. Right. He's, the he's, original cut, it told it told more of a story about the people. Right. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. But in the regular cut's defense, what did you think of all the crazy shit that happened at the end? Of the original movie, the theatrical version, the right? The theatrical version, yeah. Oh, I loved it. The practical effects were on point. And, uh, it was, it was gory. Good, I, I would like to go back and watch that the original theatrical cut since I've never seen the movie. But and, we did. Well, yeah, but we watched the... We watched the end. Right. We watched the last 30 minutes of it. Right. Of the original or the theatrical cut. Right. But it's actually really fascinating. Like, it's interesting that how Brad Dorff was saying that he would spend, like, days with William Peter Blatty trying oh. to study the lines. And that he was intimidated by George C. Scott 
and how he was just such an amazing actor. Wow. Uh, it's just, it's really, the Screen Factory did an amazing job of giving us both options and all the extra features and everything on there. It's really fascinating. So if you guys get the money and you're a fan of the Exorcist series, you and you at least, if you maybe if you have all of them, I highly recommend getting the Screen Factory one. And they're not paying me to say that. It's just legit. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few movies that we're missing, uh, by the way, guys. Like, we could name off Evil Dead. That's considered a demon movie. Right. It's Deadite. They call them Deadites. The Kandarian demons, though. Yeah. No, you're right. So, and that's not that we don't want to talk about it. It's just everybody knows that shit. Yeah, what about uh, Ghoulies? Ghoulies, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Were they demons? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They okay. summon them. Yeah. They're little bitches. <laughs> Technically small and... I don't know. <laughs> Greasy. Hairy. Sometimes. I really want to watch those again. And I think I feel like we need to devote, like, Ghoulies and Critters. We need oh, to, like, I love Critters. Maybe devote an episode to oh, each of them. For sure, or dude. both of them at once. Fuck yeah. Because, like, honestly, I think, I feel like they, we, we talked about Tiny Terrors in Episode 8, and we didn't even really talk about those. Oh, yeah. And which is horrible. But the other ones to mention, other uh, movies that get a nod, Jennifer's Body, who, uh, Corinne Kusama, she also directed The Invitation. Which we watched earlier this week, yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. It was amazing. What was the cinematographer's name? I don't know the cinematographer, but those the transition scenes were just amazing. Well, the it, editing, everything in that movie was perfect. Right. The invitation is amazing, and I told you, Mike. Oh yeah. When we were we were talking about doing maybe a, an episode called Thrill Me, where we we're going to do all these movies that put you on the edge of the seat and they aren't oh. necessarily horror, but we wanted to tackle that. And we'll probably tackle that later on. Yeah. But you guys need to watch the invitation. Uh, I think Jennifer's body, who was directed by Corinne. Kusama, I think that movie gets a bad rap. It's not a good movie, but it's intentionally done to be entertaining and like kind of kitty. Well, like that's Megan Fox. I'll watch anything with Megan Fox in it. Well, she's she's eh. She's, uh, <laughs> she's okay. Just hide those thumbs behind your back, baby. It's she, all good. I don't know. She reminds me of the chick from Labyrinth a little bit. <laughs> Connolly? Yeah, a little bit. Connolly is hot, man. Yeah. And who's the porn that looks like her? Uh, There's like a porn girl that does. Uh, I don't know. Sasha know. Gray. Dude, I gotta... You, it's like all you, three of them like should have, like, they look like they're from the same parent. Send me some links because... Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta have those in your spank. Well, the only reason I know about Sasha Gray, it's not it's because, because I fapped to it, okay? Oh, <laughs> it's because she's done some movies, and I looked it up uh, a couple of times, and then I found out she was actually a porn... Star. She and up. she's like a crazy porn star. I, I, I looked at some of that shit. Jesus Christ. You doing that shiza? She ain't shy. She <laughs> is not shy to anal. Let's just be completely like honest about that. Like butts. But Jennifer's Body, I honestly really like. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a fun movie. It's not something I'm like, oh, Shakespeare. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's intentionally supposed to be done. And Karen or Corinne uh, Kusama is an amazing director. Like, I honestly think she's. One of the better directors. Um, what else is there? Drag Me to Hell? Oh, yeah. That's not quite a demon. It is. It is. Because he puts... Remember? She's, like, possessed. Yeah, but it, it was just a curse or something. But they try to get it out of her and put it on the goat, remember? And it touches that guy's arm. 
And then it goes all Evil Dead too yeah. on him. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be a demon. For... I mean, I I feel like it is. Okay. I love that Sam Raimi always in every movie that he does, he always puts that car in there. I can't remember what car it was. It's his Oldsmobile. The Oldsmobile. The Oldsmobile. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a '79 or '78. Yeah, God knows how many times that thing's been rebuilt. I looked it up online because I was like, I would love to drive that. Uh, I, I think it's like fifteen thousand dollars for I one of I believe they even deconstructed it and they put it in. What was that Western movie that Sam Raimi did? Oh, it was a Western TV show. The Quick and the Dead. Yes, that was in the movie. Really? Yes, or the show. It was a movie. It was called Quick and the Dead. It was a. Uh, oh, wait, yeah, that's the one with. Um, there couldn't have been a DiCaprio. car in that. It wasn't even around the period time. They they just kept the frame of the car. The actual. Huh. Frame, but the the body wasn't on it or anything else. They built a wagon around it, I believe. I could be wrong about this, but I, it was in the movie. That's a lot of work. Right. <laughs> hey, I like that. No, that's cool. I mean, do you guys have any other ones? I mean, the only one I can think of is. Curse of the Demon, which I never saw, and Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, which is awesome. Oh, it's definitely my favorite of the two Tales from the Crypt movies. I mean, the other one was good. It had nothing on Demon Knight, though. I think if we, we could probably do another episode about demons. Yeah. I literally looked up demons just to see what movies I could find. There was a movie called Demons Co- Demon Cop. Which is apparently an atrocity. Uh, demon, demon cock? Cop. Cop. Yeah, no, no porn, Mike. <laughs> but yeah, it's really bad. Like, I watch a six-minute segment on YouTube, and I'll link it below. I'll have to make sure I put it down there. It's horrible. It's, it's absolute garbage. There's like a scene where this guy's turned into a demon. He's a cop. And his wife knows about it, apparently. Because in the scene, she comes in, and he's like typing up a letter. <laughs> and and she reads the letter aloud, but it's just like her voice, and and then like he's off in the corner, like being all bashful and like sad, and it's like the worst acting ever. And then she reads the entire letter, but it's his voice, and it's like every word is spread out like every two seconds. So it's like I made a thing, and I was, and I was like, oh my god, dude, why am I watching this right now? Damn it. Anyway, but I think that about wraps it up for the yeah. fucking show. We talked a lot about demons. If you guys have other demons maybe that we didn't even mention or maybe you think we don't know about, but we probably do, let us know in the comments section. Please be sure to follow us on our YouTube, our SoundCloud, our Twitter. All of the links are in the information below. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add? Uh, Eat a bowl of fuck? Yeah. Eatable of fuck. Demons, well, demons, demons. Yeah. Uh, I like demons. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, I kind of am leaning towards them more than zombies anymore. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, Probably because I've been mouth raped by, by zombies, zombies for yeah. like decades now. <laughs> Got that trench dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just remember, guys, if you're going to summon a demon, just make sure you know which one you're bringing about. And uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna summon one, don't get scratched, bitten, or scraped by one. Cause or you put any mask one. on. Yeah, don't put a mask on. You're gonna fucking die. Don't be a fucking idiot. All right. And, and make sure you have a devil's trap set up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a devil's trap? Well, it's from a supernatural. Oh, okay. 
Because there's a, they have God a. Damn it, uh, you mother! I know. I, I, I gotta keep pulling it out, dude. God damn it! We can't make it five seconds. <laughs> Shoving your supernatural cock in my mouth. Right? Uh, you have a you have a very supple throat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, like anyway. a rabbit's pelt. Thank you guys for coming by. Thank you, Pat, for coming. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new episode. Your soul will never live.